Hello, Guru Fateh. Welcome to the Sikhcast. My name is Manpreet Singh. Really appreciate you being here. We are back with the Shabbat of the week. And with us, we have Inikar. Inikar, welcome. Thank you, Manpreet. Guru Fateh to you and to your listeners. And it's wonderful to be back again. This week's Shabbat is titled, Naturally the Bliss Remains Day and Night, My Seed Sprouts. Inikar, please take it away. Thank you, Manpreet. So today, this week's Shabbat is by Guru Arjun Sahab in Rag Todi, and it is on Ang on page 717 of the Guru Granth Sahib. Remember all-pervasive, all-pervasive Nam with the sage Guru. Naturally, the bliss remains day and night. My seed sprouts, reflect, Rahau. Fortunately met the perfect Guru, whose limits cannot be measured. Grabbed servant's hand and pulled it out of the poisonous world ocean. Guru's teachings ended birth and death. The door of suffering no more. Nanak bows again and again. Enters divine sanctuary. Sat Sang Har Har Nam Chitara Sahaj Anand Hove Dinarati Ankur Palo Hamara Rahau. So, according to Gurbani, everyone has the seed within them. What is the seed that we have? It is the seed of love, of Prem. It is in all of us. And in this exquisite Shabbat, Guru reveals how to sprout this seed, this Ankur. What is needed? You know, when a farmer is ready to sow the seed, what does he do? He puts the seed in the water to soften it. He tills the soil and makes it conducive for the seed to rest and then waters and nurtures the seed protecting it as much as he can from the birds and the animals. His attention, his dhyan, is always on his seed. Eventually, the seed sprouts and he enjoys the bounty. The journey of the love seed within us is very similar. Mine needs to soften. Then there is the sadhana, the practice then the nurturing that flows from Shabbat. And during this entire process, one needs to be in total awareness, to be vigilant for what is being sprouted as beyond precious. One must create an environment or seek an environment where the seed can sprout. This is the seed of love. But along with this love seed, there are five other seeds that are also within us. They are the seeds of lust, anger, greed, worldly attachment, and ego. These seeds, for some reason, grow with very little effort from us. And they take over our mind and body. And the love seed has no place to grow. These five seeds entangle this precious love seed. So for the love seed to sprout... What does one need to do? One needs to be in Nam, in remembrance. 
But there is also another side. There is a sadhana, the practice. Both are needed, the simran and the sadhana. If one is there without the other, the seed will not sprout. You know, many of us, I mean, I hear many say, we do our nickname, we do seva, you know, we even go to all the tirats, we've done this, we've done that, but we are still not experiencing sahaj. Um, the mind is still in turmoil. And maybe it's because we're not paying attention to our sadhana, our practice. And by that I mean, when I talk about sadhana, I'm talking about it's a discipline. It's a discipline of speaking less, sleeping less, eating less, being fully aware of what we are hearing, speaking, observing. It is to be consciously aware of every moment. But however, if we just are focusing on this part of these bodily practices, Without the remembrance of Nam, there is a great chance, in fact, there is a danger that we become hard. So Nam is that sweetness that melts the wall within us. Nam, Simran, and practice are both needed for the, spree, for the seed to sprout. And Guru reveals, remember Nam, Sad Sang Har Har Nam Chitara. I want to dwell on the word Sad Sang. It is singular. It is in the singular context. So therefore, it is for Guru. When it is plural, it is for Guru-like six. So we have translated Sad Sang here as Sage Guru. And I want to go deeper into this word Sad, Sage. Who is Saad? Saad is not Guru. But Guru is Saad. See the difference? Guru is infinite. This, the sage quality, the Saad quality, is one of the dimensions of Guru. Here it is the sage Guru who is being invoked, who is invoked for the seed to sprout. Not the Thakur, not the Parbrahm, not the Rakanhara, but the Saad the sage. This is that subtle understanding of the Shabd, which I wanted to share with you. For I too am discovering, recognizing, appreciating, evolving through all of Guru's multiple dimensions, the compassionate, the protector, the playfulness, Guru the ocean, so how do we bring these multiple dimensions, these multiple qualities within us? Do we, even, do we even want to have that kind of a relationship? It is when we bring these qualities within us that the five non-virtuous seeds become virtuous. And the sage guru, not the ruler guru, the sage guru, gives us the antidote, the Nam. The antidote is Nam that enables us to cross this world ocean, this poisonous world ocean. It's poisonous because of these five seeds within us. I absolutely love the last line of the Shab. Guru's teachings ended the cycle of birth and death. 
and the door of suffering is no more. Here Guru has changed the entire system of the time. The door is made irrelevant. You know, in the Judeo-Christian, there is the St. Peter's door. In Islam, there is the door to eternal paradise. In Hinduism, there's the seven upper and seven lower doors. And here Guru is revealing that the door is irrelevant because it is through the teachings, through Nam, you can end, you enter the divine sanctuary. Don't worry about the door. Don't worry about standing in front of the door and having been judged. Nam will take you there. You know, sometimes I think that my breath is a seed. I relate it to the farmer. You know, the farmer buys the seeds and sometimes he doesn't put it in the ground. What happens to those seeds? They rot. This is how I think about my breath. Every breath that I take in forgetfulness, every breath that I take not in remembrance, it's a wasted breath. So there's much to think about this week's Shabbat. How can the seed of love sprout within me? What must I do to be fully conscious, fully aware every moment? Be sure that what I am speaking, what I am listening, what I am seeing is for that highest good, for the highest purpose. It is a very concise Shabbat, and yet it is so very powerful. You know, the seeds are deep within us. That even when you burn, and you do burn when you are walking on this path, that there's a forest fire that comes. But that seed is so deep down that when it rains and the amrit flows, it, it begins to sprout. The possibility is always there. It's incredible. How powerful the Shabbat is. And how powerful Gurbani is. Because the Amrit, when it flows within you, no matter how deep that seed is, it will sprout. That's what Guru says. And that's what Guru does. Take ordinary human beings and make them extraordinary. This is the power of Guru. This is the gift of Guru. You know, in my previous podcast, I had talked about sanctuaries. I don't want to go into that, but sanctuary is very, very, is, is a word that we need to pay close attention to. And it should be right there in our consciousness. Do I want to enter this divine sanctuary? Do I want to? What does it mean to me? It should play in the mind. Do I want my seed to sprout? It is within me. What must I do? So these are my thoughts on this exquisite Shabbat of this week, Manpreet. Thank you for sharing those. You know, my question is on the last lines, the door of suffering no more. How do we define suffering here? Is it the little things people suffer on? Is it the big things? How does how do you think about it? 
The door of suffering in Gurbani, the door of suffering is when you are separated from the one, then you suffer. For when you are connected with the one, then you do not suffer. Because you know everything is in hukum. So that door of suffering is taken away. It's no more when you are connected with Nam. When you are in this, it is, go back to the Rahau line. It is when the bliss is with you, when the seed has sprouted and the bliss remains day and night. So this door of suffering is no more. So whenever in the Shabd it is any time that you are questioning, not questioning in that sense, in the sense wanting to know deeper into the meaning of that line, the answer is always in the Rahau line. What does the door of suffering mean? How can I eliminate this door of suffering? What does it mean? And then it says, in the Rahal line, it says, remember Nam. Because when you remember Nam, your seed will sprout and day and night you will remain in breast and therefore you will suffer no more. The door of suffering is no more. You are with the one that you are in that hukam. And suffering is what we, in the worldly sense, I mean, for a lot of us, many of us would say that the fifth Pacha suffered sitting there. But what Guru revealed, the fifth Pacha was in Simran. That was not his suffering. His suffering is when he is separated from the Nam. His suffering is when he doesn't feel the presence. So suffering is much, you know, in a, a different level. For some, the suffering is that I don't have a car or, you know, I don't have a job and all, and that's fine. But the suffering in Gurbani is when you are separated from the one, when you are separated from Nam, when you are separated from the present, you suffer, and Manpreet, you suffer deeply. That suffering, when you do not feel the presence, is a suffering that it, I have everything with me. I don't feel your presence and this means nothing that you that you just say it you know the house the family the job everything is there everything the same but I don't feel you I don't feel the presence I'm not connected to you what good is all this that suffering is unbearable that suffering is when everything within you breaks like, where are you? Why am I not feeling that presence? That is torturous. That is that suffering. Ask a, ask a seeker. Ask a seeker when they don't feel the presence, what they go through. And they will tell you nothing makes sense. They give up everything. It is you. It is that presence that I want because in that presence I live. Otherwise I die. And this is that death I had talked to you about before. The, the, the difference between living and existing. Once you have lived, once you know what that living is, once you feel that energy when you are in that moment and you are sparkling and radiating and you're flowing, and everything, it's like you're flying. And then when you're, when you're not, it is, this is existence. This is miserable. This is not the way I want to live. So it is that suffering of a seeker. 
their levels and their differences. So, you know, and, and on the worldly sense of our material things, what we want, yes, we suffer, but then there is also a much greater suffering. When you feel that separation, when the, it's a separation from that drop fields from the ocean, that suffering is unbearable. That suffering, you grow the most, but that suffering is torturous. Also, I think I went on a tangent. Apologize. Um, don't know if I answered your question. No, you did. You did. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Just want to let everybody know if you want to read this Shabbat, listen to it in the rag it's supposed to be in, log on to sikri.org. Click on the Experience tab, and you can see all our Shabbats of the Week there. Any car, once again, a great pleasure. Thank you for being here and explaining this uh, transcreation. Appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, until next time, to you and your listeners, Manpreet, Guru Fateh.